for the Faith FM Breakfast Show with your hosts, Lyle and Lawson. Welcome, welcome, welcome this morning. It's actually Blake and Lawson here live from the studio here in Newcastle, but mm-hmm. we just want to shout out to our listeners in Eadsvold, mm-hmm. Queensland. I hope I said that right. If I didn't say that right, Texas at 0491-064-669. I think it's Eads Vold. I don't know what else it could be. You know at all? No. Okay. <clears throat> we um we also have an exciting new story that I want to talk about. Really? Yeah, but it's it's not actually. Is it exciting. about you? <laughs> No, it's you're not. exciting. I, I like to know what's happening Thanks. in your life, Thanks, Blake. <laughs> uh, well, my friend. We went to the gym yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and we did. that was pretty cool. Yeah, I learned two things. Uh-huh. One, uh, you are cardiovascularly far more fit than I am. <laughs> uh, and two, I hate stairmasters. Yeah, dude, that was that was hectic. <laughs> so we did a leg workout yesterday because legs is my domain. Last time when legs we worked out to, together, we did an arm workout, and I was pulling all kinds of faces trying yeah, to lift yeah. those heavy weights. <laughs> and then, but today we we came into my area, which we is switched it up legs, and then yeah, we were we were getting it done, and that's then what, but yeah, that's what we were saying at church. If we combined, we would be the perfect athlete. That's right. Your arms, my legs, dude. We would be. We crush. We do everything. We could. We could do anything. Anything is but yeah, possible. That, that last the the last five minutes of the workout, just hitting those stairs, bro. Woo! I was. I seriously questioned some things in my life on those stairs. <laughs> you asked some big questions later on Faith FM. Unfortunately. 268 confirmed dead after a severe earthquake rocks Indonesia, leaving many students trapped under the rubble. And in other news, five dead and 25 injured in the LGBTQ nightclub shooting, leaving the community devastated at Club Q. Uh, Things are difficult right now. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. And that song was just a little reminder of the first time I met Lawson. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. <laughs> You're not going to remember this, but I uh, I just pictured you in my mind uh, and you were you were dancing the first time I met you and you were doing like little, I don't know how to explain it, but like the little move where you're like, Pop and lock? Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. Where, but where did I do this? I, I this don't, is a I lie. don't even remember. This is, a, this is not making, a lie. You are this is making this not up. Not a lie, and it just made me giggle inside. Because I like, remember that, the that first time, time I met you. Okay, and you, I was not doing that. You have. When did you meet me? I met you at the end of 2016. Yeah, at a tent. And you were dancing. I was not dancing. <laughs> In my mind, you were. <laughs> no way. Absolutely not. But hey, you have come to, well, our next segment in the breakfast show. And we're going to begin, you know, we have some some interesting news coming up after this. We're going to begin, though. Please. According to Hebrews 12, what are we receiving that cannot be shaken? Ooh. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do know, again, that question is, according to Hebrews 12, what are we receiving that cannot be shaken? Do you, just a quick question, have you ever heard of shake and bake? Yeah, of course. Okay, Ricky, is that a thing Ricky in Bobby? Australia? What? 
No, shake and bake. Oh, like no, the like literal the thing. Like, like, like you, you put the, the meat in the bag and you shake and then you bake it. Well, uh, no. maybe. I don't think so. I just want to tell our listeners, that's not the answer. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not. Thank you, thank you, Blake. Thank you, That's Blake, clue. for everyone out there who was thinking it was shake and bake. Which again, they don't even sell it in Australia. So a lot no of people, one. a lot of people, would be like, man, that, that could be shake and bake. Yeah, but nope, no, it's not. Absolutely, it's not shake nope. and bake. Okay, but if you do know the answer, hey, we want to look after your health here at Faith FM, and we are giving away a prize this week that will be drawn on Friday: 101 Secrets to a Healthy Life by Jorge Gonzalez, a manual for a healthy lifestyle, and the Revive Cafe Cookbook Seven. So we want you guys to eat healthy, to live healthy, to be healthy as God wants you to be healthy completely. But again, that question was, according to Hebrews 12, what are we receiving that cannot be shaken? 0491-064-669. I'm excited. <laughs> For what? Uh, I'm excited to see how many people text in Shake and Bake, uh-huh. <laughs> but also, <laughs> but I'm also just excited uh, for this next segment. Oh, for what I'm going to talk about. about to get wild oh, we were just we were having a discussion. You see, there's a few different websites that I access when I'm looking for stories because I'm doing the good news, and right. sometimes in the good news, I'm talking about myself or some personal experiences or whatever good things happening um, that relate to God. Sometimes in the good news, you know, I'm scouring these sites, seeing like, Scour. oh, there's, you know, and the good news that I often like to talk about is things in I love like medical advancements I love things happening in ma- in nature like conservation stories I love new technology um, I love space expora- exploration and where I can I love being able to direct those things back to God and talk of, so you know, like your dream life. story would be like open heart surgery outdoors with new technology as they're launching to space absolutely <laughs> okay. um with on a spaceship that has a Bible verse across the side that, you know, <laughs> yes. some, something like that. Uh, but again, going on, the, there are certain sites that I use to look up these stories and they're, they're quote unquote good news sites. And one of the pieces of good news that I came across, quote unquote, air quotes, good news. <laughs> I'm looking at the that, that I came across this morning is that Oregon, uh, af- in, in the, in the aftermath of Joe Biden pardoning seven and a half thousand people for cannabis charges, Oregon has pardoned 45,000 yeah. people. <laughs> Oregon's like 7,000? Watch this. Watch this. 45,000 people and has forgiven wow. $14 million in fines. So this wow. pardoning includes charges that are ongoing as well as charges as like people have been convicted mm-hmm. and are either paying a fine or in jail or whatever it may be. So they've pardoned 45,000 people um, for cannabis possession charges. Now, my question to you, Blake, what do, what do you, how do you feel about this? Well, uh, I got mixed emotions, but forgiveness is definitely a Christian thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of feel like they were more a victim of uh, the time than the crime. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's kind of maybe controversial, but like if the law has changed mm-hmm. and they are, uh, you know, living under new laws, why would they continue to remain in jail? Uh, for I understand at the time it was illegal, mm-hmm. uh, but Oregon's look. My sister lives in Oregon. It's yeah. it's a wild place. You got up north in Portland, the most like left Antifa, anti-government anarchists you could ever like mm-hmm. occupy Portland. They live on the streets. It's wild. Mm. And then everywhere else in Oregon is like gun-toting rednecks. <laughs> it's like a most weird state you can ever mm-hmm. go to. 
And uh, but both of those groups uh, use a lot of marijuana <laughs> for some reason. Uh, so I find it doesn't surprise me that Oregon has done that because it's probably the most marijuana friendly place in the United States. Maybe Colorado could be a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I doubt it. It's Oregon is very much pro cannabis mm-hmm. for sure. So this doesn't su- surprise me. But forty five thousand is a lot it, it of people. A, it is a lot. See, and fourteen million for the state to give up that revenue. That's quite interesting to me because I wouldn't think they would do that. Mm. Now, we were talking a little bit before the show. I was asking you a bit about essentially what the standards are, you know, in the United States in regards to drug possession. Yeah. Which vary, which you explained to me varies probably state to state. Very now, in, so. or- in a place like Oregon, I would imagine even before the recreational legalization of marijuana, there probably already would have been a level of slack in the legislation like in- or or not even in the legislation beyond that. So even if the leg- even if it was quote illegal in the execution of that legislation or the sure. enforcement of that legislation. Well, here in Australia and New South Wales, if you like like people get charged on possession with the intent to distribute. Right. So so if you have yeah, if you have a certain amount of a certain drug on you, um, that that can be deemed as okay. You have the intent to sell this. Uh, then at that point is where you usually get jailed. Up until that point, up until that point, here in Australia at least, and I'd imagine in the states as well, in in a place like Oregon, like up until that point, in terms of personal possession, not public use, but personal possession, there is leniency within the law for for that legislation wise, and then also in the execution of that legislation. Now, this is the thing: they're 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 pardoning forty five thousand people from before the law was changed to fully legalize it recreationally. Yeah. Okay. So they're pardoning those people. So to me, what I see is that essentially it's not just that these people were probably just a guy with a joint on him, but it's likely that in the majority of these cases that they were people who were possessing with the intent to sell. Actually, hold on. Oregon, it would have not been what you just said. Oregon really? is wild. So, like, even years ago, they wouldn't have arrested you for a joint. So, even with, like, you, you, the, all those 45,000 people are intent to sell people. In, okay. That, that, so, that, I'm even, I'm digging deeper into what you just said. So, None of those people were arrested because they had a joint. No yeah. way ever. So, they would have been arrested because they had an intent to a sell. A lot. So, this them. is the thing. Again, you said that it's a crime of the time. Mm. Like, right, they're paying punished for the time rather than the crime. But this is my, this is my th- thinking. These are people oh, who are already willing to rebuked. break the law. <laughs> Yeah. These are people who are already willing to break the law. And again, not in a sense of recreational use or whatever it may be. Like, yeah. And cause there's a, there's a, there's a, play, there's a, there's a, uh, a case to be made. Like there are places where the Bible is illegal, yet we still feel the compulsion to distribute it again for free, not to make money. But these people are selling drugs to exploit people Fully. and make money and being arrested for it. So they're willing to break the law to exploit people and make money from them. And these are the kinds of people who are being pardoned. And for me, when I read this, I'm like, well, what stops that? Now the barrier's fallen for marijuana. What stops then from going to the, the next, next source of money, which is... Well, lots of different things. Lots of different things. Well, I, to, to be fair, and so, and so I know we have our listeners here on Faith, Faith FM, actually. Uh, to understand my perspective is that's my family. 
Mm. Like my the the people that you just explained, mm. like I my my sister and her brother mm. or her I'm her brother. My sister and her husband live in Oregon. Uh, my family lives in Northern California. Nor NorCal and Oregon are really connected. Mm. Um, they all grow marijuana. Mm. Well, no, not my sister. And my, <laughs> yeah. No, not we my sister. Those and, because yeah. they're not doing it. Yeah, right. But the rest of my family, like they do that, mm. like for a living. And so when I hear these kind of crimes or when I hear these kind of things, like I have family who's in jail for distributing mm. drugs. And so I definitely have a soft spot in my heart because I love them and mm. I care about them. Uh, but at the same time, you have a really good point. You know, my family, maybe a little, I think that they're fun, lovable, like family, but mm. they're not everyone who distributes that stuff are actually mm. fun, loving people, you know? Yeah. I think ultimately in conclusion of what we just talked about, you know, regarding that I found this on a good news website, I don't completely see this as good news. It's a good point that you bring up. I didn't think about it that way. But simultaneously, I think that the reason people go to selling drugs is because of some kind of terrible social situation. And what we need to do at this time is to, yeah, flood Oregon with social support Mm. in regards to helping these people to get out of these situations. Like, that's what's needed. It's not just to pardon them. Okay, we're going to make the choice to let all these people go. Fine. Now we need to actually help them to get away from that life. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We have a quiz question for you. That's right. In 1 Corinthians, the last Adam is referring to who? Who's the last Adam? 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. If you know the answer, you can go into the draw to become healthy. The winner becomes healthy. Well, they're given the, the tools to become healthy. You can win 101 Secrets to a Healthy Life. A couple of days ago, I think I read one side of the contents list. The other side of the contents list, list here, it says, let's take care of the neck, celiac disease, emotional health, responding to the demand of stress, uh, prisoner, in brackets, addictions, daily life, the good many years, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So... You know, this speaks to, again, we, we already read one half of the context list, the other half of the contents list, speaking to all kinds of things that you could be going through. And then, of course, we have the Revive Cafe Cookbook 7, which we'll give mm-hmm. to you if you want to make good, healthy, amazing, tasty vegan food. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. And again, that question was in 1 Corinthians, the last Adam is referring to who? Just before we continue, I got a text message. Oh. From my good friend, Mr. James. And James sends in... Remember the first song that we played there? It was real, real yeehaw vibes. You said I was like dancing around. Well, he sent in saying, yeehaw, this vibe is pumping, brother. And then sent me cowboy emoji, cowboy emoji. <laughs> and then man holding a pitchfork with a cowboy hat emoji. Which James is this? Mr. Oh, do I know this James? Am I allowed to say his last name on air? Well, do I know him? Well, he's actually talked on Faith FM before. Okay, I you know, know, you I know. absolutely yeah. know him. He's yeah. worked with you. Right? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I, this is cool. What it's, up, James? It's our good friend, James. <laughs> James! And he's, he's feeling the country vibes. I love it, too. Mm-hmm. I'm all about country, so <laughs> I'm all, all right. about it. All right. What's happening in the, the world country, of news? Yeah, the world news. Well, crazy things are happening. I'm going to start. Two two really sad things have taken place. I'm going to start with one uh, in Colorado Springs. Mm. A young man, uh, 22-year-old Anderson Lee Aldrich, uh, he went into an LGBTQ-friendly uh, club called Club Q, 
and opened fire with a long rifle, uh, killing five and injuring 25 others. Mm. Um, the, the gunman burst into the nightclub with a rifle. He was wearing a milis- military-style flak jacket, uh, had roughly six magazines of ammunition. President Joe Biden issued a statement condemning the violence, stating places that are supposed to be uh, safe spaces of acceptance and celebration should never be turned into places of terror and violence. One thing I want to say on that, I totally agree with with Biden's comments here. Places that are supposed to be safe spaces of acceptance and celebration should never be turned into places of terror and violence. I, I believe that's what a, a church should be, is a, a safe space of acceptance and celebration. Uh, I don't know if I agree with his exact sentiments mm. on this, but I do know that people shouldn't fear for their lives gathering anywhere mm-hmm. uh, and be afraid that that's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. And that that's it's very unfortunate, very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly enough, Colorado Governor Jared Polis is the first openly gay U.S. governor mm-hmm. in the United States in Colorado. Uh, and he called the shooting horrific, sickening, and devastating news to wake up to. My heart breaks for the family and friends for those lost, injured, and traumatized in this horrific shooting. And then Club Q also issued a statement following the tragedy. Club Q is devastated by the senseless act of the senseless attack on our community. Our prayers and thoughts are with all the victims and their families and friends. Uh, We thank the quick reactions of heroic customers that subdued the gunmen and ended this hate attack. Now, I'm not 100% positive, but I, I think I saw the story of what happened uh, to stop the gunman, there was a military veteran in the club, and he was there with, uh, I believe, his wife and his daughter. And when the gunman came in, uh, he went into just like military mode and ran straight at the gunman uh, from the side, I believe, tackled him and beat him with his own gun, and then they subdued him. But it was already after, you know, Five people had lost their lives and 25 were, were injured as well, too, because apparently he just came in and started shooting. Uh, do we Yep. Do we know why he did this? Is there any word on the motive, I think? Because, because- well, there is. I mean, well, there is, a, there is a narrative out there that is quite interesting. On MSNBC, they're basically saying, have you ever heard of Matt Walsh? No. Matt Walsh. Uh, anyway. Oh, is he the Florida guy? No, Matt Walsh created a documentary called I Am Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is a woman? What is a woman? What is Sorry. A woman? What is a woman? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, Producer Shell, coming in with facts, fact-checking me. Uh, so what is a woman documentary? They're basically saying that this is hate speech and that commentary like Matt Walsh's commentary led uh, this young man, I think his name was Mr. Aldrich. Yeah. Uh, and he basically, they're saying that like those kind of conversations about basically demonizing gender reassignment surgery and specifically child gender reassignment surgery, that that's hate speech now. And that anyone who says it needs to be banned from having a voice yeah. and that they're making the connection that the reason this happened, this shooting happened is because of the quote misinformation that is out there on gender reassignment surgery Mm -hmm. and especially child gender reassignment surgery. 
Yeah, because, like, I guess for me, he shot up an LGBTQ club, but was the reason because it's LGBTQ or was the reason because it's a club and these people, like, for example, a school shooter will shoot up a school because that's where people are. are. Um, and that's where they know that people are because school shooters are usually school It's being children. compared to the massacre in 2016 yes. at, the, at Pulse, which yeah. was a nightclub yeah. in Orlando. And the the reasons for the shooting, they're, they're making the comparison. They're the same. Okay. That it's but for that. This person is still alive, which means... True. And, and this is why I was hesitant to even talk about the story because it's unfolding. Yeah. We don't know everything. And the other one, the other shooter, the... Police killed because that's, I mean, to be honest, and I know I'm American as well, too, but like one thing that American police are not good at is keeping people alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're like they're very trigger happy. And if you and, and to, to be fair, like if someone comes in with a gun like that, that's the role of the police is to keep people safe. But like if you look at through all of this, like. That almost everyone in a mass shooting situation is killed by the police, at or they take their own life. But but this was different because there was a patron inside the club who uh, I believe subdued this man with his own rifle. So he ran at him, grabbed his gun, beat him down with his own rifle, mm. and then uh, they arrested him. So it's a pretty it's a pretty sad time um, because while we're supposed to be mourning these people who lost their lives, there is another alternative message being portrayed. Like, see, this is why we have to stop allowing people to speak against transgender. Yeah. Like surgery. And it's just like, well, hold on. What about the families that have lost their lives? What about, you know, the people who are injured? Like, what about the friends of those people who are suffering? Why are we turning this into a political event to, yeah, to, and, you know, challenge that. And simply there. by that logic, well, there are people who propagate the, you know, gender reassignment surgery. They say it's a good thing. And they say that people who don't agree are actually causing harm. Um, just like you could say Matt Walsh is saying that people who get gender reassignment sur- surgery are supported are causing harm. You could, there are people who are saying the complete opposite thing. And what stops a member of the LGBT community picking up a gun and shooting at people? Like, this is the point. I don't think it's the responsibility of the person making a public message that is legal to be responsible for that level of reaction because what that person doing is a crime in their own autonomy. The the What is a Woman documentary, like, I, I don't want to, like, promote anything, but I watched it and I was, my eyes were opened. Honestly, and I was like, "Whoa, this is this is a crazy thing that's going on in America, and not just America, like all around the world." Mm-hmm. And it really, it, it's really eye-opening and kind of confronting on many levels as well, too. But I, just prayers for the family—that's what I would encourage mm-hmm. us all to have, and to remind people that instead of turning this politically, just remember that there's victims that mm. that need prayer and absolutely and love. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And I am thankful for pie because it's a gift that keeps giving after Thanksgiving. You make it and then no one eats it 
all on the same uh, day because it's just too much. And then every day afterwards, it just stares at you. Delicious. I made a rookie mistake. I've got so many pies at home after Thanksgiving, and I didn't even bring any in. That is a rookie mistake. That is terrible. And they're really good. They made me some vegan blueberry pies because I can't eat all the rest and of And that's pies. how you show your appreciation by yeah, not eating by them? By not eating. Yikes. But they did also give me some oat milk chocolate, which I've got in the fridge. Ooh, nice. Which is ooh, oat milk chocolate. delicious. But hey, we should have another clue for the quiz. Another question for the quiz. <laughs> Wait, what- I'll give the clue. Okay. You give the question. Go. <laughs> Uh, what prompted David to dance before the Lord? Oh. So we're talking about dancing again. Here we go. A, Israel had defeated the Philistines. B, Goliath had been killed. C, his firstborn son had been born. Or D, the Ark of the Covenant had been returned. 0491-064-669. Again, our prizes for this week. 101 Secrets to a Healthy Life and the Revive Cafe Cookbook 7. But again, that question was, what prompted David to dance before the Lord? A, Israel had defeated the Philistines. B, Goliath had been killed. C, his firstborn son had been born. Or D, the Ark of the Covenant had been returned. Four options. I'm going to give four words for the clue. Okay. Shirts off, wife angry. Okay. That, that, that's, that's also, that, that's what happened <laughs> in the story. But hey, 0491-064-669. All right. We have uh, our wonderful weekly interview with Jennifer Skews. Jennifer, can you hear us? I can hear you as long as you can hear me. We can we hear can. you perfectly. Thank Great. you for joining us, Jennifer. How's it going that's today? Cool. Ah, it's good, a good day. Every day has to be a good day. It's mm, the best it? we can do. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. The sun is shining. It's beautiful it's, down here. Good- but what about up there? Oh, no, it's sort of average up here, but the weather's lovely. Okay. But I was going to say every day with God's a good day. So I oh. think that's important. Absolutely. Mm. So what are we talking about this morning, Jennifer? Well, we've been doing um, a bit of work on how the, the brain and the mind is changed, how it's programmed, and I thought we'll add in another factor in amongst how we reprogram the brain and how we focus the brain, and that is the time frame. And I have done a little bit before previously on past, present, and future, and the only place we can change anything is in the present. And many people have a time orientation, like how often are you doing something? Go, hang on, what am I meant to be doing here? Because I'm preoccupied thinking about what's going to happen up there or what's happening, what has happened. So we spend a lot of time not focused in the present moment. Yet the present is the only moment we have. It's where God exists. It's where we can focus all our attention. And many people struggle to do this. So we're going to look a little bit at what we call mindfulness. Um, and I don't know if you've heard the term yeah. before, mindful, right. Um, being, there's different versions of mindfulness today, and I'm talking about the mindful approach that the Bible talks about because uh, you know God talks about being in the present and we are to be mindful and to be alert and connect in the present. And so doing that means your mind needs to be active, it needs to be focused. It's not about... Uh, some of the other philosophies, you empty the mind and you try and fill it with nothing or mm-hmm. put, just be very positive. It doesn't work that way. So the mind is always busy. We're always thinking. So it's where you put the focus that's important. 
Now, if your mind or your brain is not healthy, it's not doing well or it's stressed, it's hard to do that. So doing what we call mindful activities and doing being aware of being in the present is very important. And one way of doing that is working with the five senses as well as what we think and feel and what's going on around us mm-hmm. because our senses connect us to the present. Um, if And how many people, if you say, oh, what did you have for lunch? Oh, hang on, I've got to think about it. And how was it? Oh, I don't remember. I was in a hurry and I woofed it down basically. So this is about paying attention to what you're doing in the present moment. So how much... Yeah, are you aware? Uh, how much do you or both of you stay in the present moment and are really aware of what's going on around you? Mm. How would you wrap yourself on that? I don't uh, know if you've ever thought about it. No, I have. I have actually thought about it. I had a friend of mine. Uh, I had a friend of mine. I used to work with. Uh, we were uh, support workers for a young man mm-hmm. who had some pretty severe behavioral challenges, uh, and so kind of was like the last stop before he went to juvenile hall. And I was working yes. with uh, another another man uh, who basically was talking to me about mindfulness, uh, yes. and it, it is something I have been aware of. I don't do it all the time, but I would probably every now and then I'm like, "Hey, let's get focused on what we're actually doing and just be present in this moment and not worry about." Because I always live in the future. I'm always like planning and strategizing and thinking. Okay, what do we got to do to get this thing done and that thing done? And, that? and so I'm like two, three steps ahead in my mind all the time. But yes. for me, mindfulness is shutting down the the steps ahead game that I play all the time and just saying, just uh, focus on what's happening right in front of you in this moment right now. So I, I'm okay yeah. at it, but it's not something I practice all the time. It's something we need to practice. We need to teach the brain to do that. And look, there's nothing wrong with looking ahead. I look ahead and I have to plan ahead, but I can't keep living in the future. This is where anxiety comes from. Mm-hmm. And we can't keep living in the past because that's why we can get depressed. So the present moment is all we have. So it's, it's, an, it's something we need to teach the mind to do. So I encourage people to just be aware. How much time today are you in the present enjoying what's around you and enjoying um, what you're doing and being aware of it and remembering it? You know, instead of going, hang on, what did I do? People say, what did you do yesterday? I go, oh, I can't remember. Because we're not present a lot of the time. And there are some really good strategies for doing that. And that means you've got to take the time. And one of them is up here, the sun's just come out. If you go and sit in the sun for 10, 15 minutes a day and just feel the sun on your skin and enjoy the air and be aware, nature is a great way of getting your brain to just slow down and focus in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some very powerful tools we can do to do that. Um, and this is where using sight, taste, touch, sound, and smell, the five senses, help you to connect to the present. For example, the next time you're eating your meal, be aware of the visual side. You know, did you just throw something on a plate? I like to, even though I'm on my own, I like to. If I've got fruit, cut it up and mix the colours and have it looking good because the visual thing helps you to connect in that present moment. So true. Yeah. How does it taste? Enjoy the taste of it. Slow. How many people chew quickly, don't even know um, that they're eating something half the time because they're busy, preoccupied elsewhere? So. Using a meal time to really work at being in the present moment 
um, including including your touch and what's around you. And if you've got lots of noise and that and clutter, then it's hard to enjoy your meal. So it's preparing the way to do that and to be in that present moment. So that's a really good smell, of course, is connected to what we eat. Um, I, have a so- very, I have a very strong olfactory gland, and I... <laughs> Uh, I've been I've been uh, called several occasions a pregnant hound, um, <laughs> because like I will I can walk into a place and just <sighs> instantaneously just my my all my the synapses and my my brain just start firing off. It's like fireworks in my head. Uh, it's a good thing and a bad thing because if you go into a place with a bad smell, I want to throw up almost immediately. But when you go into a nice home for Thanksgiving or Christmas time, especially, and, and a meal's being cooked. I was at the Southwells, and they were uh, cooking up a storm in the kitchen. Right when I walked in, I was like, <sighs> smells like freedom. <laughs> yeah, 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 I understand that. So um, but you can see the difference. And this is where smell, for example, warns us that something isn't good. You know, And there are people who shut that sense down. We can shut the senses down, particularly if it's been a traumatic time and because any anything we program, we program in the five senses. So that means any event I've been in is attached to sight, sound, touch, taste, and smell around me. Interesting. So we've got a, yeah, we've got a five sense around video in our brain. So that means smell can trigger, and that's a really e- interesting one, because smell can trigger something from the past connected to that smell, and that connects into our feelings. Um, and really we can, interesting to me, actually. We can feel really stressed because of something that happened back somewhere where the smell was part of that stress factor. Um, smell is an interesting one because when we smell, the smell goes into the, the nose, of course, into the olfactory area and up through to the back of the brain, whereas the other four senses go straight to the brain, like your um your sense of touch goes directly to your neocortex, your um, sense of sound, what we hear, you know, what we taste. But what we smell actually has to go through to the back of the brain into the um, brain in a different pathway. So that means it's more subtle. It's um, We're not as often aware of it. So almost more... The subconscious as, yeah. as rather than conscious. I, I just have like a, I want to just touch on this a minute. I, I have um, this really weird uh, connection with, you know, like the metal fly screens that are connected to a window. Uh, you Like the, um, you know, just like a, a regular screen, like a mosquito, like on a, on a window on a house, you know, um, I have this, I, I have this um, weird, connection or weird memory every time i smell one of those and i know it's kind of weird like when do you smell a fly screen well sometimes you do uh when you're like looking out a window or something and my nose can pick that up and it takes me back every single time to this campground that we used to go as kids and there was a a camp trailer that i used to stick my face on and i would look out the window and like push my nose up against this this fly screen and it just takes me back there every single time like clockwork, and I can just see the campground. I can see the fishing. It's one of the only <laughs> good memories I have like as a kid, and it's like it just always brings me back to this this kind of safe place, uh, and I'm like, oh, 
this is a good place. This is a good smell. I know it's a weird, it's weird. It's a fly screen, but like that smell just gives me peace and safety. Memory of oh, and that's, but I mean, that's a good memory. When you include that memory, then you bring yourself and get on the the brain has the best place for the brain to be is focused in the present. We draw on memories that because people shut that down and they don't resolve it and work with it and allow the body to release it or allow the mind. So, but the trick, if you go back biblically, uh, with Eve in the garden. Jennifer, you're breaking up just a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if you can move to another place in the house or wherever the room you are. Is that better? That's much better. Now we can hear you again. We lost you there for just a little bit. That's right. It's a bit of an odd connection here. Um, Yeah, I was just saying that with Eve in the Garden of Eden, it was the five senses that Satan appealed to. So our five senses can be deceptive. But um, this is where um, being in the present and being aware of it, we can work with it. And this is where I get people to get in touch with their senses. What can you smell? What can you see? To bring you back to the present moment. And it's a, it's a very powerful tool. So we need to be in the present to change the brain and work with it. Uh, do you have any tips to help our listeners understand how to do that? Okay. Well, it's, it's like if you're eating a meal, like I said before, taste it. Just take that bite and taste it and enjoy it. And the senses are now connected to the present moment. When you're out in nature, listen to the birds. You know, if you're going for a walk, uh, feel the breeze. If you go to the beach, you know, really be aware of sounds and using the five senses to enjoy that moment and be in it. Because that's when we feel more peaceful when we're in that moment. Especially if, like you said, it's a good memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to make good memories. We want to go somewhere and enjoy it where it becomes a new memory that is part of where we're at in the present moment. Mm. So it's, uh, it, it, it is a skill. It's something we need to train the brain to do. And I get people to say, well, just every so often stop and think, well, what's happening around me at the moment? Instead of just racing through the day and then getting there, oh, what did I do today? You know, we tend to do things like that. So it's just slowing yourself down enough and being aware of the body and the senses. And um, uh, water is a wonderful way of, you know, I'm feeling a bit out there. Washing my face with cold water helps to get you back into that sense of being in the present. There's lots of things you can do. Yeah, Jennifer, thank you so much. We've run out of time, unfortunately, today. But we want to encourage our listeners to go take a walk amongst the trees. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.